Welcome to Con Global's Future Focus Terminal Podcast. I'm Shauna Fairchild. I'm the Senior Vice President of Sales, Marketing, and Technology at Con Global. And joining me today is Brant Ring. He is our CEO. And we're going to talk about all kinds of fun stuff today. So our rebrand, our Viewer 360 technology ecosystem, what our customers are thinking about sustainability. So all kinds of fun topics. Welcome, Brant. Thanks, Shauna. You know, it's always good to be working side by side with you. And you know, I always share your enthusiasm for talking about our Con Global experts. So it's good to be with you today. How about we start telling our listeners about um, a little bit about yourself? Can you tell us how you came to Con Global and a little bit about your background before you came to Con Global? You bet. Um, as, as you know, you and I share a common background in uh, class one railroading. So we came from the customer perspective. And so we were familiar with ITS Con Global from a customer's perspective. And as you and I share from our prior experiences in our roles within Intermodal, you come to quickly understand the important role that terminal operations play in serving the national and even the international freight networks. If the endpoints aren't working well, then it's unlikely that the supply chain is working well. And I think that's where you and I sort of fell in love with the idea of terminal operations. And so that's really what brought me to uh, then ITS Con Global. Um, knew knew the, the role of loading and unloading intermodal trains, uh, knew the role of loading and unloading automotive trains, knew just a little bit about the role the container yards played in it, or depots as we call them, and then of course uh, the switching that accompanies all those services. What's been fascinating and what I've enjoyed so much about my three years here at Nowcon Global is the, the, the role that those t- services can play together. So on their own, they're compelling. Uh, together, they're exciting mm-hmm. and even more compelling, right? And so that's what you and I try to do every day, right? We try to, try, to, try to provide those services to our clients uh, a la carte, if you will, so they stand alone by themselves and, and they're compelling in their own regard. But what we've seen over the last couple of years uh, with the high shipping demand period that we went through following the pandemic, so the years that were 2020 and 2021, we saw how the important role of having all of those services combined on one single platform, how powerful that can mm-hmm. be. And that's really what led us to the platform that we now know and love as Con Global. Absolutely. So let's unpack that a little bit. Let's talk about the rebrand because when some people think about rebrand, they think about, oh, it's kind of like slapping a coat of paint on it. But I think exactly like you started talking about and packaging our services together is comprehensive solutions. It really was more than slapping a coat of paint on it. So tell us a little bit more about how our solutions work together and how that was meaningful for our rebrand from going from ITS Con Global to Con Global. Absolutely. And this is always fun to talk about. And so when we started out together as ITS Con Global, we really had three different work streams, right? So we had the ITS part of ITS Con Global, which was formerly internal services, which was the intermodal uh, train loading and unloading that we do for the class one rail network. A second business unit was the Con Global Industry. So the Con Global part of ITS Con Global was formerly Con Global Industries, and it's really the container yard side of things or the depot services where we handle, we estimate repairs, we make repairs to, we store equipment um, that supports the intermodal supply chain 
that was really the Kong Global side of things. So there you have the ITS Kong Global. But then we have this third work stream mm-hmm. called finished vehicle uh, loading and unloading and the associated switching that goes with that. And that's a group that was formerly presented to the market as American Auto Works. And so those that were familiar with Intermodal called us ITS. Mm-hmm. Those that were familiar with Depot Services called us Kong Global. And our poor experts out in the field on the automotive side of things like, well, Where's American Auto Works in all of this, right? Yep. And so when when we try to build a single platform or a single enterprise that provides value across that spectrum, first thing you do is you have to have a vision, right? Absolutely. And so that's what we set forth early on in 2020 was the vision, which is to become the world's go-to experts in terminal operations. Mm-hmm. And we have to align the entire team around that. As we've talked, visions are somewhat aspirational. So you never really know if you quite get there, right? That's right. And so you have to have something that the entire enterprise, all of our experts from this office to the front lines, can really rally behind every day. It's what we call the get out of, get out of bed factor, right? Why do I get out of bed and go to work? That's really the daily mission, what we call the everyday mission. And that is, as it says behind us, take care of each other take care of our customers, and take care of our business. Absolutely. And that's something that our experts can really, it really is measurable. It Mm -hmm. has to be measurable, right? So we know that if we do something to take care of one another or do something to take care of a customer or do something to take care of our business, if we do one of those three things, we've had a good day. If we do something across all three of those, we've had a great day, right? That's right. So now we have a vision that we understand, somewhat aspirational. We now have a mission. We know what's expected of us every day, take care of each other, our customers, and our business. Um, And so once you have alignment around that, it is really one company. Um, There is no more ITS. There is no Kong Global. There is no more American Auto Works. We're one company. And and frankly, as we broke down the alternatives that we had for rebranding, we could have gone out and spent a bunch of money, and we could have come out with a name from left field. Mm Uh, that's not uncommon. Nope. But that's not really who we are. And when you break down Kong Global into its simplest parts, you know, there's a Latin expression for with. That's con. con. Um, And global is really who we want to be. We are already an international company. Why not put the global back in Kong Global and expand our reach with our offerings? And so it really, at that moment, when that was presented and we, when we thought about that, it really made a lot of sense. We want to do this with yep. each other. We want to do this with our customers, with our stakeholders. Um, and we do serve a global supply chain. And so from that, uh, the result is Con Global, which we're just incredibly excited about. And, and, and the last thing I'll say on that um, is it has been so rewarding as you know, because I see you smiling, yep. um, the energy that it has created across our platform to truly be a fully integrated platform that is ConGlobal, where we can offer these services that are compelling by themselves, but are even more compelling and more impactful for the supply chain when we present them together. That's right. You are exactly right. And we've gotten so much positive feedback from employees and customers alike. The other thing I'll say about the rebrand is... It matches what we're doing with even our technology across the supply chain, which is simplifying. So we went from being ITS Con Global to Con Global. So much in the same way that Verispot simplifies how we take inventory on a terminal by 
you know, attaching it to the top of a hostler, for example, and taking inventory, you know, automatically while you're driving around in the normal course of business, it simplifies our name in the same way that Verispot simplifies Absolutely. taking inventory. Absolutely. So. It's a nice tie. All right, so I'm going to move on to the next topic. Now, you alluded to it in one of your answers already, but you had brought up the pandemic. So the supply chain has most definitely changed pre- and post-pandemic. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you've seen in your experience? Absolutely. I love talking about this because it's part of what really drew me to Con Global, and I think drew you to Con Global as well. Again, referencing back to the important role these endpoints play for the national, international supply chains. We knew before the pandemic the important role they played, but we also knew before the pandemic that these endpoints had challenges. Mm-hmm. So the workforce was trans- already transforming. There are many alternatives available for the experts who do this work. And you and I deeply love all of the experts out in the field who help us execute our service plan every day. It's admirable work. It's real work. It's important work. But it's also 24 by 7. It is. 365. You know, so it's all seasons, Mm -hmm. all times of day, every day. And while it is it meaningful and admirable work, the workforce has many more alternatives available to them that are more attractive, right? So yes, our work is an outdoor production environment. That requires all of our experts to potentially serve in roles where it's outside in Chicago mm-hmm. at midnight on January 1st. That's right. Or outside in Fort Worth, Texas at 2 p.m. on July 4th. And today's workforce has alternatives that are more attractive than those elements would present. Mm -hmm. And so we knew before the pandemic that we had to transform this work in order to attract, retain um, a workforce to help us execute our service plans. All the pandemic did was accelerate that Mm -hmm. and amplify that. So the challenges that we knew were coming came faster and they came bigger and they're going to last longer. And so we have to transform our work in a way that allows us to attract more people, retain more people and expand our services. And our technology allows us to do that. So said another way, I want to make sure the entire audience hears us say this. We are a people driven business. Mm Mm-hmm. We will always be a people-driven business. We will always need people driving our business forward. So you and I share a strong conviction around the technology solutions that we are developing are not replacing people. Absolutely not. They're to help us transform the work so that we can attract more people, retain more people. Um, And at the end of this, actually... I'm hopeful that our technology products like Verispot, like Side.io, like Phantom Auto, the end result that we will be, we will hire more people mm-hmm. because we will be providing more services across larger territories. Um, and I love that about our values, that we, we, we have a place a high value on human ingenuity. We do. That we are a learning organization. Um, that uses our expertise to build lasting solutions. And that is very much a good definition 
um, and a good summary of why and how we're pursuing technology. Absolutely. That's why I'm here. So I actually want to go back to some of the technology stuff in a minute related to how we use it, but let's stay on the employee piece for a minute. So I actually recently read a statistic that said, you know, approximately three quarters of people do not view technology as the threat, but in fact, they view it that they're going to have higher job satisfaction and that's going to make their jobs easier. So as you're out talking to our workforce, which I know you do all the time, you like to get out there, what are you hearing from our workforce about technology? How do they perceive our technology? Yeah, so far, with you know, to, to a person, every employee that I've interacted with understands what we're doing and why we're doing it. Um, and it's to complement our workforce and our experts out in the field, not, not in any way to replace them. And I think in that same study, um, I think that same survey mentioned something about um, the least attractive parts of, of, of someone's role and job. And it's the tedious tasks, the repetitive tasks, the things that aren't as cognitively challenging, the things that aren't as impactful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where technology can really help us, right, in terms of how we transform the work. And, and you know, and, 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 and you know, some of the listeners that are familiar with me and familiar with Con Global and, and heard of, had heard, has heard us talk about these things before, have very strong convictions about technology. And it's just absolutely time to retire the narrative, the now decades approaching centuries old narrative around technology replacing people. I defy, you know, audiences I speak to every time I give them a chance to give me an example of a, a time where society um, invented a piece of technology on Monday, deployed it on Tuesday, and sent everybody home on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's just never happened. It hasn't no. happened all the way back to, you know, mechanized farming that was supposed to replace people, right? That's right. Um, it just doesn't happen, and that's very much why and how we frame our technology is all of these solutions are going to help our experts be safer. Um, they're going to help us be more effective for customers. They're going to help us um, be more efficient in some cases. But the number one reason is resiliency. Mm-hmm. You talk to customers every day, all day. That's right. And our customers are rightly demanding. And they're going to expect us to be productive, safe, effective, and productive in all all circumstances, all environments. That's right? right. And so we're going to be expected to produce at high levels to, no matter what's going on around us. And technology can help us do that because we build resiliency into the operation. Um, because we build solutions that stand the test of time mm-hmm. and work within all sort of macro operating environments or economic environments. And we talk a lot about, I mean, companies talk a lot about, we talk a lot about, you know, when we go to the marketplace, how we present ourselves. And, and a lot of focus, a lot of people focus on to be the biggest, to be the this or, you know, largest, biggest, you know. And really, at the end of the day, the ROI that we're pursuing on this technology is relevance. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to make sure that we are relevant today, relevant tomorrow, and really relevant decades from now. And that's what our advanced solutions give us a foundation for exactly so you anticipated my other question i was going to ask on technology well we have worked together for a while (laughs) all right so in addition to the other matters that we've talked about is there anything else that interests customers i'm hearing some things about sustainability yeah absolutely sustainability is really it's a great question um because that has really changed pretty rapidly in my tenure so 
we at Con Global have always wanted to be a good neighbor. Mm-hmm. We always want to be a good citizen and a member of our community. We always want to do the right things for the right reasons in the right way. And in, in, in doing our work in an environmentally sustainable way, so it has always been important to us. So there's nothing new about that. It's really the um, pace of expected change and solutions that has changed. So when I joined Con Global uh, right at three years ago now, um, we would talk about sustainability, you know, less frequently than we do today. Let's do it that way. You know, I might talk about sustainability once a month. And now we can't get through a day without talking about sustainability because all of our stakeholders, rightly so, by the way, our employees, our customers, our prospective customers, our shareholders, our investors are all rightly expecting that we do our part to drive sustainable solutions into the marketplace. So it's something that we take very seriously. We place a high priority on and has increasingly been become part of our initiatives and our strategies to execute our solutions in a way that helps us take care of each other, take care of our customers, take care of our business, which also means taking care of the communities we serve and the very planet that we call home. Absolutely. Well, those were the main topics that we had today to cover. Anything else that you would like to cover with our customers and audience today? I would. I always like to take the opportunity to address our experts out in the field. Um, I do like to get out there, and you often join me out there to get out there on the front lines and um, thank our experts for helping us deliver our services. Um, and so, you know, just like to take this opportunity to thank them and Absolutely. hope to see you all out on the network. Uh, with Shauna and other members of the team sometime soon. So thank you for helping us deliver on our everyday mission. Every day we get up to help us take care of each other, take care of our customers, and take care of our business. Thank you, Brant. It was an excellent conversation, and I enjoyed spending time with you. And uh, Have a great day. Thanks, Shauna. Thank you for joining us today in Con Global's Future Focus Terminal podcast. We plan to do more of these conversations in the future, and we sure hope you'll join us.